to Minding My Business. This is a platform created for women who are wanting to elevate their business, their mindset, and their life. If you want to catch these episodes live, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Instagram at Tanya C. Oliver, where each week I'll be interviewing a powerhouse guest. What's going on, everybody? Today is Minding My Business, where every single Tuesday we bring on a bomb-ass expert who is a master in their craft and doing amazing things in the world. And so I'm very honored I got to meet this woman in person. She got to do some work on me and she was just hands down one of the best makeup artists that I've personally experienced when it comes to many different things. I'm gonna introduce her in a second. I see she's here. But every Tuesday, we're here to elevate your business, your mindset, and overall your life. Let me bring my girl on. Hello. You look amazing. Hot thing. So do you. I'm obsessed with your blonde hair. We're in a new season now, girl. I love new it. New season. Thank right? you so isn't much it? for coming on. The what? Oh, nothing. I was going to say, isn't it so exciting how like new seasons can like push new good habits? Well, you got to push the good habits to create the good seasons, <laughs> right? Or are they kind of like go hand in hand? Sometimes the bad season push the good habits. I don't know. I guess that's what we're here to talk oh, about. Yeah. That's why I created this show. <laughs> yeah. But for those of you that do not know Leah, let me introduce her. And if I miss anything, please, please add on. Today, we have this amazing makeup artist. She's a global beauty expert over 20 years of experience, including the TV and film, fashion, and everyday makeup. She's been on the Today Show. You've been on on Ipsy. And she's also a writer, contributor to those magazines and or shows. I'm sorry, TV shows. She's got a website. You can check that out in her link. And her mission is to just make her clients look and feel amazing. Even if they're soccer moms or celebrities, like everybody deserves to look and feel their best. I don't know what's going on with these things. Yeah. Sorry. You don't like, no, don't even worry. Yes. yes. Thank you. Oh my. Did I do anything? Well, no. I mean, it's what you're doing in the world. You got 20 years of experience. Like this is amazing. And I also know that by being in your presence, that you are an educator as well. You know, you educate, you take on other um, people that want to learn how to really max out on their skills as makeup artists, how to really not only do that, but also how to be a business owner within it too. Yeah. Exactly. Or you've done that. Are you still yeah. doing that? Yes, absolutely. So what I, so that I feel like is my heart's mission. Obviously I love making women feel really, really good. I just feel like I have a plethora of resources that all of the beauty industry you know, people here in Arizona, I think that it would be a lot easier for them to start their businesses quickly and more efficiently, you know, learn from my failures. And I think that's just, if I can do something, that's how I like to get back. And your successes. I mean, you're very, I mean, you're traveling. I've been trying to get you on the mining my business for a while. And you're like, oh, I can't, I have, like, I know I'm, so cool. I'm like, I was like, girl, do your thing. It's your business, you know? Yes, so. I know. You're so supportive. I can't even tell you how crazy it is that I don't have a ton of girlfriends who, girlfriends, clients turn girlfriends, people, women who support women and know, okay, sometimes that hustle is super, super important versus, yeah. you know, this was supposed to be. So I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you too. Of course. I mean, listen, we all have a lot of things going on. We mind our business, stay in our lane. And I think that's the thing too, we're going to be talking about like towards the end, I like to ask that question about you know, core values and friendships and transitions and stuff like that. But I want to start off by asking you, because I always think it's fascinating. And I do believe there's always a story behind what inspires somebody to get into the line of work of what they're in. So what inspired you or was there a story behind what got you passionate about makeup? Um, so I, my very first introduction to makeup in general was a Kevin Aquan book and it was at a girlfriend's house and I flipping through the pages, Linda Evangelista was in there. Um, Julia Roberts was in there and they were just done so beautifully and so true to themselves. Like if they didn't look like, um, a certain runway look, they didn't look like a certain catalog look. It was really just bringing out the true beauty in them. And I felt like that is when I was so drawn to it. Um, and then I was department store and that was how I could learn. It was free. I made great money and it was super fun. That's amazing. And what got you into more like the aspect of, um, 
because you've been 20 years in it Leah like 20 years is a long freaking that's like yeah that's a long time 20 years in a career because a lot of times people are still kind of dabbling and figuring it out so what it was it I mean you said you've been traveling you've been working with celebrities you do uh fashion um it was just always like that curiosity that passion um so I think you mean staying in my lane Absolutely. And because I was at the department store, I was meeting so many different women here in Arizona and Scottsdale. I mean, during every season, new women are coming in, people visit and just really being able to touch so many different people, see so many different skin types, feel women say, Oh my gosh, I never looked this pretty. I mean, it does it on its own. I didn't even have to do anything, but I definitely yeah. dabbled. I worked in like call centers you know, so, but that was just not for me. That was when I was like, I need like a computer job where people go to an office. Yeah. <laughs> no. And you know what I will say, because I had a recent experience, um, whenever, I mean, I was so blessed to like have connections. So when I was traveling and speaking, I was referred, um, from Dr. Shannon and she was like, yeah, you have to, you know, message my girl. And you were just so professional. You were on time you were just like my hype woman you know as I'm like gonna get on stage and speak and you're you just brought such a positive energy and I guess like and and then when I was uh here and I had a speaking event because for a few months I was traveling every two weeks and yeah. it was um so I had to find different people so when I moved to Miami I had same thing I had messaged somebody um woman that she's just all, all over like tv and stuff like that and I was like, hey, who do you use for your makeup? Because she's in Miami as well. And she's like, oh, call this person. I call them. I showed them a picture. So I showed you a picture. Like, yeah, girl, like I got you. You know, like made me feel good yeah. about my decisions. And then this person was literally the same look that you did on me. So this is how I know for sure. And he's like, oh, that look's not going to look good on you. And, um, and I just, and I, I was like, that's not true. I just had it done. Look. And he goes, yeah. oh. And I was like, just tell me if you can oh. do it. You don't have to make me feel like I can't do that look. And so I thought it was really interesting. You know, when, if you guys watching and listening or watching the replays, if you are finding an expert or professional, like they should make you feel good about your decisions. 100% Sometimes. or say, or, or, or maybe ask more questions. You know what I mean? I don't even know. I just think. I think if you love your job and you're doing it to make sure that the woman looks her very best versus this is the look I do, because there's definitely a look I do. You know what I mean? Like I would say like my, my like knock it out of the park 15 minute is like this look. And you're like, yeah. I want this crazy wing, which Natural. that is that my look. No, but it, I knew instantly like this matches her persona. This is going to be perfect for the stage. It's that mm -hmm. delicate dance to see, does this look fit? when she gets off stage and has to talk to five people and then is going to have her photo taken, but also has to look good on stage. Mm -hmm. No, I just, I just, I wanted to like, just say thank you for that because it was so interesting. I'm like, no, because I just had the best makeup experience literally like two weeks ago. You can't tell me this. And so, and, and the price was like ridiculous. So I will say oh. like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Thank you for making me feel oh my amazing gosh. because whenever you guys do bring on an expert in any area, they should like be an expert in it and not make you feel bad about yourself. And I do feel there's a lot of people in so many different areas and, um, and industries that will gaslight you oh. and it's just not okay. No, not at all. And it, it's what's best for the client. Always. I mean, you're the one that has to wear it on your face. It doesn't matter if I think yeah. it's the best fit. Well, hopefully you made me look so good. You did. Really you, you made me look amazing. So let me ask you this. You are serving people like all day long. I know like when you got done with me, you were going somewhere else. You're, you're like, and really bringing this amazing energy with you. Um, how are you able to, do you have any tools or strategies that you use um, to keep regardless of what's going on in your life or, you know, not bring that into your session? Yeah. So I would say, I mean, I feel like these are going to sound so hippie and silly, but gratitude I feel like is huge because if I'm going into a client and walking in, even ours, I think our very first mm -hmm. one, 
we were like kind of hustling maybe to get your girlfriend her makeup done too like there was something where mm -hmm. we were like trying to hustle something and it was last minute yeah I, I, you know, I'm so grateful that it came to me. And so I'm going to do the very best that I can. So I think that little bit of gratitude carries me through and, um, time management, which if my mom is watching, she'll be like, hmm, you're adorable. But when it comes to work, if I, for me to enjoy my job every single day, I don't like to do more than six locations in a day. And I don't like to do more than 13 people in a day, which is still like a lot. I know I need to start saying no too because that still raises my like nervous system to a point where it's like uncomfortable for me. So really about keeping my nervous system really happy and when it starts to like get a little, you know, then I'm like, okay, well this is too much. And now I'm gonna go back in tonight when I get home and block off a couple more sections in my in my um, schedule so it doesn't happen again, you know? Feel my body mm -hmm. and make the adjustment. Mm, yeah, I mean, because I, I like, I get my makeup done, I mean, definitely often when I have events and stuff like that. And now that I'm getting out there speaking and stuff like that. But I, I've had a lot of experiences where I would do a photo shoot and somebody would come in and they would start just bringing in their energy of talking about like ex relationships and boyfriends. And I'm like, yo, I'm trying to get like an actress mode here. I got to like, right. we got to do like a five hour shoot, you know? And so I don't want to be mean. And, but at the same time, I also have to protect my energy. So I always wondered like, what were the, the big like tools you used to not, cause maybe you just had, cause I know you've got a little one. I don't know if he's that little anymore, Yeah, but nice. He's nine. Yeah. So like, I'm sure there's sometimes conflict or he does something and it might trigger you or somebody does something and you're just not in a good space. And it's like, how do you like not take that in? And, and even that maybe, I don't know, have you ever had any like crazy stories where that person triggered you when you were doing their makeup or a hundred percent? I mean, and even there have yeah. been times when I'm crying, I'm crying in my car, sobbing. And I have to like, get my face less red so I can go in and not bring that energy because again, that is my job. Mm -hmm. And I think some artists would say that's not my job. I'm there to do makeup, but that's not the service that they're providing. I'm providing, you know, the space I can read the room and I know, I, ideally, I know a little bit about the situation. I've generally Facebooked or Instagram mm -hmm. stalked you prior and kind of mm -hmm. looked at what you like and kind of how you talk and how you feel and how you interact. And then I feel like I can energy match that um in a way that just is fine for you to where you don't feel like you have 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 to talk to me or can talk to me you know or be in your mm. space or do you you know I try to set yeah. that right off the bat yeah, and I do have to congratulate you on that because you did an amazing job and I think we ended up I ended up having two trips back to back which was so random because I live in Miami you're in Arizona and I had two conferences literally within two weeks span. it was so, so nice. I got yeah, it was amazing. I was like, can I take you back with me? You're like, no. <laughs> so, um, and yeah. it's also nice too because then I know how you, how you like your makeup, you know, then we are still on that same wavelength. So it's always fun when it's close together. And I, I always like to go with the flow with these things too, with these, um, meetings because, so I'm writing a book, it's called building the new and and a lot of like the evolution and changing. Cause this goes hand in hand with what you're saying is like, when somebody, if you're not, if somebody maybe doesn't want to like match energy because they want to create a new, they want to create a new look, like, and they're afraid. I get a lot of people, they're like, oh, I'm, you're, you're so courageous to change your hair. You're so courageous to do this. And it's like, it's just, you know, like, what would you say to somebody where they want to create a new for themselves, but there's that like fear of stepping into the unknown? Or have you had any personal experiences with yourself? Because this show is actually about you of what builds you up so that you can go ahead and be the best at whatever you're doing, whatever you're choosing to do in the world. Yeah, I mean, I would say uh, for myself, I, I do it scared you know, and I'm not good. And I'm not saying I do it all the time scared because there are a lot of things that I still haven't started because I'm terrified. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like I'm decent at starting something scared or starting something that's not ready, you know, because once it's rolling, like it's easier to just like keep going, going, going versus, mm -hmm. you know, where I feel like I have to, I'm really scared to try something new. What if it's not a good fit? Um, you know, I definitely, even I would say, 
when I started doing hair. I start, only started doing hair about four years ago. I mean, I've probably mm -hmm. been doing it 10 years, but really four years. And I was like, um, are people going to take me seriously? Are they going to want this service? And then it really came down to, I'm great at it. And I should just trust that, you know? So mm -hmm. trusting your gut and then doing it scared. Um, but I always liken it to red lipstick to bring it back to makeup. Red mm -hmm. lipstick because everyone wants to wear red lipstick. Not everyone. A lot of people want to wear red lipstick. And they say this, it looks terrible on me. It does not look terrible on you. You are just uncomfortable because it's not how it normally looks on you. And so mm. I'm always like, we can find a color. There's 100% a red lipstick color for you. There's a million of them. I bet we could find five or six. Um, but it's just taking those baby steps. Like a bold red lips on someone who wears chapstick all day is going to feel insane. So it's not mm. even like a, a good baby step, you know? Yeah, because I do believe that a lot of people have a desire to step into that unknown to become a better version of themselves or to like look better. And, and I feel like it always comes down to like, give yourself permission to just try like you're saying, like, just try it and, and like, adjust because I know when we did that look, I was like, Whoa, who is that? I didn't yeah. think I could, I could look like this. Hello. Yes. You know, exactly. I think, um, I think you're spot on with give yourself permission. Um, because that's like my best and worst comment that I hear every single time someone gets their makeup done. They're like, whoa, this doesn't even look like me. Or like their kids will walk by and they're like, whoa, mom, that doesn't even look like you. And I'm like, she, like, she's not going to like it, but you know, it's different. And that's, that's why you, you paid me to come here yeah. to do this for you. You know what I mean? Because we can do the things we do already. Um, sometimes it's about being pampering, pampering, being pampered. Sometimes it's about me being able to gently push you. <laughs> yeah. And who really defines what we look like anyway? Like, like, that's what I was these thinking. are just like, yeah, these are deep conversations. It's like at any point in time, especially if you want to look your best, it's like, you know, it's yeah, what you want. Maybe I, yeah, maybe I don't want to look like my old self anymore. I want to look like my new self. Exactly. 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 I feel that so deeply in my bones with your bold hair. I remember you talking about, mm. I feel like I want to do this. And you're like, but this is like my thing. And it is right. Like it's that power blonde or power red, but now it's mm -hmm. that power blonde. And it's just like next level. It's not that it's like any, it's just next level. It's bigger. It's better. It's always growing. And so, yeah. you know, it's fun. It's fun to level and up I, once you think and I, of it as leveling up. Yes. I mean, definitely was a process just like anything. I think we like, there's a desire inside of us, you know, when we want to make a change, but then there's that fear of like, Oh, but it's the brand or if it's this, that. And then I did a post actually on a reels, a funny reels. And it's like, I am the brand. Like we forget that like we create what we look like, what we feel like, like what we do for a living. Like, so are there any big changes yeah. that are in your heart that you are feeling called to, to uh, step into that are scary? I know you mentioned there's a few scary things you haven't started yet. I mean, so yes, yes. I have so many things. Um, but I feel like what I'm really scared to do is I've always wanted to um, write a book. I think we talked about this last time when I saw you too, is that I just had an extreme crazy experience that um, – vividly changed my life and I feel like it's so um entertaining I'm gonna take that as like a little happiness of it like this is like the wildest story ever so like let's let people have something entertaining and really feel how to take real life situations and make the very best of it mm, I love so. that and and speaking of like real life situations and making the best out, out of it what are some of your like non-negotiables that that support you in operating as your best self, no matter what painful experiences you might be going through in that moment in time? I know you mentioned gratitude, but what maybe like yeah. you've got your morning routine, a night routine, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I'm a bed maker. Like that's one thing. I'm a bed maker and a coffee drinker and I enjoy both. So it's not like a rush situation. I love them both. I feel like it sets the tone for my morning. Obviously, um, I take appointments super early in the morning too. So I had to really figure out how to make my non-negotiable routines either like if I have a 
3 a.m. or a 4 a.m., like, I'm going to have to do that at 9 a.m. You know what I mean? Like, I understand things happen and my day changes, um, but I get those in. And you know another one that's, like, so crazy, but I feel like more people should do it. I think you do it, too, is dance in your house. And last week I had a really stressful week. And then last night I was making dinner and it was like the first time I had like made a full meal and was like dancing in the kitchen. And I was like, that's what I haven't done. I haven't danced all week. And like your body just feels different, good things. And, you know, that probably wasn't even the yeah. answer to the question. <laughs> no, it was because it's like, it's your, it's, you know, like we take like everybody's, you know, what your soul food. And I know for me yeah. too, like, I like to go out and go salsa dancing. Um, yes. I, I need the intimacy, like my body. I mean, we all crave touch. I yeah. work from my computer unless I'm traveling or something like that, but I've taken a break with it because I feel like I needed yeah. to like go into monk mode Brown. right now. Yeah. But um, dancing for sure. And, you know, and everybody has their own, their own thing of what keeps yeah. them operating at high performance. Because if your schedule is so serious – and you're everybody's counting on you and everybody's like depending on you like you know we can become too serious and seriousness can also create some form of depression or resentment towards like the business we've built out for ourselves exactly and i think if we don't make time for that play um, we get distracted you know in our body and you know what i think also is it play is for exercise same you know what i mean it's like the same situation and I think, you know, non-negotiable boundaries are also very, very important. Oh, let's talk about those. What do you mean? Yes. Uh, so boundaries in general, I think in the last two years, I, when it comes, I talk about like my nervous system, how my body feels, you know, I joke when I'm with people, I'm like, oh, this makes my body feel so good because I recognize that and I savor it. Right. Um, but boundaries to where I don't feel those good feelings and not even do I not feel those good feelings. Like I'm not a baseline. It's bad feelings, right? Like. I have that, I call it, I joke, and I'm obviously almost 40, but I joke that, like, um, I didn't do my homework feel. Like, remember when you're in school and you were, like, waking up and you're, like, some I didn't do something, like, from childhood. And so mm -hmm. I don't like that feeling ever. And so if I'm feeling that, it's a non-negotiable, and I will mm -hmm. cut it off. Mm -hmm. and, and In a nice possible way. Yeah. <laughs> cut. You're cut. See ya. Um, cut. I would say too, so for those of you that are listening and you get a little weirded out with like body and vibes and feelings, our body is our subconscious. So we all use different words, but it all means the same thing. Regulating your nervous system, our subconscious is our body. It's information. And, you know, Leah does a great, great, very simple way of just like identifying if it's an alignment or out of alignment for her. So yeah. just so you guys, you know, if you need more of the, the, the big word verbiage. Yes what's really going on in science biologically that's what's going on right I know and I think that a lot of you know I feel like I never talk about it because I think it does weird some people out but I feel like I need to talk about it because it's so simple free and easy once you practice it a little bit to give you I mean worlds of a difference in your day mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no it's so true and think about it how often I know for me like for a long time for probably most of my half my life <laughs> it was I would uh shut it down and shut it up oh. and I was miserable inside yeah yep it's hard you stack it up and you can do more but you're not doing everything to the best of your ability in any of those mm. things so focus on the one thing and do it really well mm. so do you have any um any I would say advice or even for yourself like healthy tools when it comes to like pivoting so for example say you decide to take a path like you're testing out a new avenue to get you like okay well you know what I want to go when you wanted to go into television you're like oh I want to go to uh, help people with glamorous makeup that are on tv and then that was a big step you're like oh my gosh this woman right. is like on tv um right. and you realize um I guess how to let me just ask this in the simplest way if you know something, you took a path, you know, you thought a path would be right for you and for your career and you tried it out, right? You were afraid, but you tried it out. 
and you realize the path wasn't for you, how are you able to pivot? Like even to this day, because I'm sure there's, you've got so much of a journey going on. We all do, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can speak to this specifically about coaching in general, right? I think I was, when I was talking to you, I had just barely started beauty business coaching and I started um, teaching and I taught at Aveda and I taught graduating students and I taught um, like incoming freshmen and they are all cosmetology students. They're all eventually going to, you know, do what I'm doing in a certain capacity. And as much as I love sharing my resources, I don't like to teach business at all. Mm. And then I kind of got myself into it because I was like, okay, well, I want to do this and I'm going to commit myself here, 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 here. Um, and the pivot didn't feel good. And, you know, I, I also do, obviously, like I say, like, listen to my intuition, but I also think it's important to give the old college try. So tried a couple more times and I was like, this just does not feel good. And it doesn't feel good because I'm new at it and not good at it. It just doesn't feel good because this is not what, this is not calling me and I'm not mm -hmm. going to drop something in new and learn it if it's really, if it, I'm not passionate about it because then I'm not going to have that drive for it. You know, I'm not going to be all in. Mm -hmm. So, so I you talk a lot about, go ahead. Sorry. Try. I think just making sure to try and then really understand, okay, this feels good. I've given it my very best try and then cut out again. <laughs> You're cut. You're cut. Yeah. But I, but I think this is important too, because it's not just about people. It's also about like our decisions in life. It could be like a piece of furniture. It could be, a, you know, a career decision of taking on a certain type of client. It could be like doing an avenue of like, okay, maybe I want to be an educator now, still the same line of work, but exactly. yeah, because we did talk about that, actually, a lot of the education and stuff like that. I'm excited to do virtual classes with you because I know you I know I'm so well. excited. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So that is what I'm passionate about, right? This is what excites me. It excites me to teach you how to do this yourself. And I know that you can do it in like seconds. You know what I mean? You're already so talented. Yeah. You're great at your makeup already. And so everybody always has the tools they need. Lessons are my favorite. Yeah. So I'm excited because, well, number one, I mean, I'm not there yet. I will get there. Um, but I can't, like, fly you down yet, you know, and then have you. We're going virtual. The weekend. Yeah. Until then, we're going to go virtual. Exactly. Speaking of which, as you're climbing and as you're growing and as you're expanding and you really found your lane, right? Um, well, you decide you want to be on that lane until you want to go on another one when it comes mm -hmm. to friendships and your levels of growth. Cause it's not, you've been in this industry for 20 years. Yeah. What everybody keeps asking these questions about like friendships and a lot of people feel bad letting go of certain friends that aren't in alignment. Uh, Lilani talked about alignment alignment with yeah. your new journey, your new growth, because you're so much more than just the makeup. You bring the wholeness of yourself into it. You also are very deep into your spirituality and like just a, a being the best you possibly can be. So when you're climbing or you've expanded, what have been some instances of pivoting even from friendships? Yeah. I mean, I feel like in my life, this is more prevalent than it ever has been again, because I feel like never have I had those scissors like out so freely cutting things that are not good for me. Never in my life. Um, as a recovering people pleaser, I am really trying to make my really take on only my emotions. And I definitely have friends who I'm a cancer. And so I'm like, empathetic and I will soak in your problems like they are mine and I cannot do that and so that again is that firm boundary and if that and I'm here for them you know what I mean I'm we'll, I'll talk to you all through the night I'll be there in the morning um but when it starts to negatively affect me like that's when I'll pull back a bit um and I think that just setting that firm boundary for yourself again knowing this does not make me feel good I'm not going to do it Mm. Do you have any like certain tools or verbiage that has been very helpful for you that you could share with us? Yeah, I mean, you in speaking to friendships about things like that. Yeah, because um, you said you're, uh, you're now you now set healthy boundaries as yeah. a recovered people pleaser. Yeah. So I was wondering, like, well, what, what have you done? Do you have like a certain like 
verbiage? No. Do you yes, have a... I'm trying really. So I, yes, I do. And I'll tell you those right now. But also my fault is that I say I'm sorry all the time. So I'll say, I'm, I'll say this sentence and then I'll say I'm sorry. So that's still me learning to like assert myself and feel confident that I give myself permission, you know, to put myself first. And mm -hmm. I think, um, I think really saying I'm taking time for myself right now, or, you know, I'm really busy with my son and I, you know, we've, I've got a lot of committed myself to a lot of things this week. You're very important mm -hmm. to me. Please always text. I say this all the time when someone's like, can you come? And that is, I want to do everything for everyone. Yes, I'll come there and I'll bring a casserole. Um, and mm -hmm. so I just have to say, you know, I really, really want to be there, but I, I cannot. And I think that the period after the I cannot is where it really kind of stings a little bit. You have to realize I did the best thing for me. And then it settles and it doesn't feel as bad the next few times that you say it. Mm. And how has that impacted you, like your business, your new relationships, your relationship with your son and even with yourself? Yeah, I think it has impacted every single relationship outside of a romantic relationship very, very well. I communicate really well when I'm with someone. I spend time with that person. I'm not on my phone. I'm not checking my, my emails. Um, mm -hmm. I'm all in. Um, but when I'm not, that's your time to do whatever you want to do. And this is my time to do whatever I want to do. Um, mm -hmm. And so I think it's been really helpful because people feel like they have my full attention. Before, when I was in that like hustle freeway, um, mm -hmm. nobody had my attention. My mom would be like, my mom and sister, we go to lunch all the time. Maybe it's not even like you're here. It's like not fun for you to be here because you're not here. Mm -hmm. and so, um, that was awful. And I think that it's really important to be where you are romantically. Mm -hmm. I feel like my boundaries are probably a little too high. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm working on that. <laughs> mm. you know Gabrielle she has a course coming up and it's like $37 is on relationships so I think I'm so interested I'm gonna do right. it because it. typically I have people that are like married on here so it's cool to have another sister that's like yeah single because everybody has different you know I guess their own interpretation of things so we want to take like what everybody has to say of course if they've feel like they're pretty strong in it or maybe some advice of what they've learned that they don't want to bring into it just to share mm -hmm. with other people you know because it's about elevating your business your mindset and your life and a lot of it is also mindset but you talk right. a lot about even the energy of things and so I'm going to ask you as far as like how with such a intense jam-packed schedule how are you able to make time even for your son like does he get upset that you're constantly working like how are you able to prioritize him in your overly full schedule yes so I share week on week off 50 50 custody with his dad we co-parent super well um I would say we're like friendly but not friends I mean we're so great to each other he has a girlfriend I had extra hello fresh the other day and I was like should you take should you make these meals for you and Stacy um but we try to have a really healthy relationship so he can see that like we're in it for him um so I think that's really important and I I really try not to take appointments from three to four so at least I can be there to pick him up from school every day I still get him every single day from school on his dad's weeks too so technically, I have him every day, Monday through Friday, which makes my heart so happy. And I think that he does see that. Um, and then also, so right now, I'm done traveling until February. So when it is a lot, and I can feel it, and I can feel it in the house, you know, sometimes he'll get upset if he's, like, been to my mom's house too many times or my sister's house sleeping over. And he loves being there. But, you know, we just try to mm -hmm. make it work, make sure that he knows that he's everybody's priority. Um, and I'm definitely guilty of spoiling him rotten to make up for everything. <laughs> well, I'm sure you mentioned this too. It's like a lot of people, just because they're with like their partner, they're with their child all the time, doesn't mean that they're actually present with them. Right. And intimate and, and intimacy is about, and I will, and I will like agree with you on that. You are very present. And I think it was just such a pleasurable experience that I wanted more because it's, it's unfortunately a very rare thing to have people like fully present when you're in their space. And so it's the same thing yeah. with family and children. And 
Um, do you take those practices of like, okay, when I'm with you, I'm with you. When we're not, then it's business. But when we're here, it's mom. Yes, yes, a hundred percent. I will say I'm definitely guilty of sitting on the couch and scrolling, scrolling, or watching TV um, if he's in doing homework or playing on his own too. So for sure, like I'm definitely a bum parent. Sometimes scrolling the longer watching television. Um, but a hundred percent. I try when we're, when he's talking to me, um, and my son, oh, I don't know if I told you this too. My son is on the spectrum for autism. And so when he's like mm -hmm. interacting with me, it's super important for me because of the fact that it's not super comfortable for him to like do that, you know? And so when he's talking to me, I really, really try to be hey, It's Tanya. I'm calling a quick timeout intermission huddle. So bring it in. I'm personally inviting you to our inner circle. It's our monthly VIP meetup with other achievers just like us. Each week, I'm teaching everything you're going to need in order to be successful to step into the most elite version of yourself. I'm going to break this down play by play, the tools, the systems, the strategies, everything you're going to need in order to operate at higher levels mentally, physically, emotionally, and energetically. Look, we're in a season where the idea of full potential just isn't cutting it anymore. It's time to really be it now. So click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the inner circle. Peace. Mm. What would you say like one of the, because I, I do feel that we're so conditioned and programmed to be distracted and maybe your line of work has helped you because I know when... Um, when I'm trying to focus on something like you have to be so focused when you're doing somebody's makeup, you can't be doing 10 different things at the same time. But what are some, um, some skill sets that you can say that have really helped you be present? Because I, I feel it's one of the greatest skill sets anybody can learn is how to focus, focus their attention, yeah. focus their time. Yes. <clears throat> um, so I've read so much on trying to focus because I have the worst ADD on the planet. And so I feel like I tell people right off the bat because I'll talk in circles and I'll bring it back eventually. Um, but I think it's very hard for me to focus. So I think the best thing that I have done for me is remove distractions. Um, mm. So talking about my phone, my phone, when I had my old business, every ding of my phone would send that zing through my body, like pick it up, fix it, get it done. And so, and that immediately takes me from what I'm doing, right? So if, and then I'm not even here anymore. And so if the distraction is limited, my phone is on silent. I don't have it on buzz because then the buzz still at that tap on your shoulder, like, Hey, something else is happening when it doesn't really matter what's happening. I've chosen and scheduled my time out to be with here. And so that's what's happening. You know, I have, I have planned everything so that if something does go wrong and that out, like now, like my phone is on do not disturb, you know? And so mm -hmm. if something happens, there's five people to take care of it and I'll be right there when it's done, you know? Mm, I love that. No, that's definitely very, it's a skill set and it, it requires practice. It's taken me a long time. Like uh, even like moving my Instagram, like I had to move my Instagram to yes. a different like app thing because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm addicted to it. Exactly. Or to the next page, you know, like the, the page you have to swipe to yeah. make it a little harder. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's so yeah. Funny. Nope. The ding was the hardest. I had to literally, every time my phone would ding, I would sit there and wait. Same thing with church. Like, I'll, like, leave church. And obviously, I've been there for an hour. Like, what's happened? I wait until I get to my car so that my body doesn't immediately say, check your phone. See what you missed. I missed mm -hmm. nothing. I was having a really wonderful experience with my family. And now I'm going to pick up where I left off. Yeah. And I, do you feel like um, the practice of being present and removing distractions has enhanced the quality of, like, the fulfillment in your life? Oh, 100%. 100%. I used to joke all the time. and You what? Um, I would say for sure, 100%. I used to joke all the time that everyone is 80% unhappy and 20% happy. And I would say that I'm like 92% happy. Not to be like braggadocious, but like mm -hmm. these are things I worked really, really, Good. really, really, we want you really to hard be. for. Right. And I think it's tricky. I think it's, you know, I don't even know why I feel silly about being like, yes, I'm happy. You know, like, how crazy is that? Yeah, well, 
I, I think what a lot of people, and that's why I wanted to have this show of like realness. And I have like some questions outlined that a lot of people want to know about. But the biggest thing is that, you know, happiness and fulfillment and like health, it, it's work. Like there's things that we have to do in order to be happy and fulfilled. And that's why, that's why I'm keen, like, you know, diving deeper into these and thank you for being transparent. And because this is really to help other people um, listening, you know, they're like, oh, that that's work. It takes time. Like, okay, it's not just me. Yeah. Yep. No. And it's, it's very hard work. You know what I mean? I feel like, I don't know, I cried for like two years and I went to so much therapy and I read so, and I hate reading, like, but the, the benefit outweighed the, the hard part. You know what I mean? I haven't got there with exercise. I'm, I hope it'll happen soon. <laughs> it will. Plant a little seed. Yep, exactly. Plant Each a one, seed. a little bit by a little bit. So. Yeah, but well, when you realize, like, the exercise is more about, not like you say, like, do what feels good for your body first. Yeah. It doesn't have to be extreme or intense. And just know, like, it's a, it's a big part of um, being mentally strong. Yeah, You know, it's more about the mind than it is about the body. The body is just like the bonus. But speaking of mental strength, um, and you mentioned for two years you were going through this season, because I feel like everything in life is a season. Um, What are some some tools even to this day that you pull for your mental strength that you help, that you know for sure contribute? And if you don't do them on a day-to-day basis, besides the coffee and the bed baking, that you know, like, you're just not as strong. You're not as sharp. You're not as, like, on point. Yeah, I think one in general, and I go back to, like, feeling my body, is really making sure that each decision that I'm making, and again, I'm saying this, not doing it perfect ever. But I'm saying each decision that I make, I think about it intentionally and really try to be like, okay, that was the best decision that I could have made. And then I can move forward versus battle with it, you know? So I think that for me, really knowing, okay, that felt good and I did the best that I could and that decision is made. If it was a terrible one and it didn't work out, I was like, I, I, that really sucks. How am I fixing it next time? But I calculated it and that was the best move at the time Mm. Um, so I think not as a tangible tool um I think generally I think therapy is really wonderful for people and I think talking about it and if not talking about it I really would like to start journaling I haven't journaled because I feel like I do love therapy so much (laughs) um but I think that journaling as long as you're talking about your feelings and talking about what's going on so you can understand that 90 percent of them are imagined the insane scenarios that we put our business through, our body through, our families through, these crazy scenarios that will never happen, that we spend so much of our good energy on, mm-hmm. I think that we need to understand that this is not real, you know? Yeah. I'm actually, um, this might be a phenomenal, I'm an audiobook girl. I do have a few oh, me books too. that, yeah. like, I will, if I need to get electronics off, especially at night and read a book, I have a few, but. I have this audiobook I just downloaded called The Untethered Soul. Have you listened to it or read it? No, but I'm writing it down. Okay. So it's super cool. There's this one part. I, I only got through chapter one because I just got it, literally. But yeah. um, he explains that, you know, we have a part of us, like a really annoying roommate that will never shut up, will never go away, super negative like multiple personalities inside of all of our minds and we just and then like our higher self is just kind of like observing and kind of going through the day but we have like that part of us and I really liked how he broke it down and was like that's like a roommate inside of you you know and you're just you're gonna realize yeah so I'm I'm excited to keep like listening to the audiobook or the book but it's uh the untethered soul and it's really about operating at higher levels of consciousness and to really understand how the mind works and the negative thoughts and negative emotions and kind of treating it like a little, like a roommate, like, you know, yeah. like it's, it's your roommate. And I'm like, oh, hmm, that's a yeah. good way to play. So it separates you from like, this is me. It's not you. Right, it's not. Can I, if you can hear your voice and tell your mind or tell your body to move or tell your mind to be quiet, then clearly what voice was that? So we're not our mind, but he broke it down so simply, like so simply. 
Um, I love that. She has a question. How do you navigate emotional times of the month? Do you do anything different or create an awareness during triggered times? Uh, Hmm. Me personally? Mm -hmm. For you? Me? For you. Yes, I absolutely have like, I will take a bath and I know that sounds insane. I will literally take a bath um, to ground myself. If I cannot take a bath, I will go sit in my car somewhere, play music that I know will instantly take me somewhere else. You, mm-hmm. So I think of it always, I don't know if you have um, kids, but my son, and they always say, like, the only way that you can, like, fix a situation is distract and, like, here's something else, right? And it's the same with our brain. And so if you can literally be like, okay, this is my favorite cup of coffee, this is my favorite cup of coffee, like, when you wake up in the middle of the night with a bad dream, right? And I tell my son all the time, he doesn't do it, he doesn't use mine, but, like, I say Disneyland, 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 Disneyland. Because if I'm saying it out loud, my brain hears it, my brain's thinking it, and I don't let any space for whatever is heavy triggering me because I'm heavy triggered all the time. It's not just, Mm. like, my I'm heavy, heavy triggered all the time. Like, I'm, like, an emotional disaster, so I have to figure out. I would – I don't think you should claim that, however (laughs) – how I'm already, you know, like, however, like, if you are in her energy and you're seeing her now, like, you, and that's why, like, I love, like, having these conversations because people look at us and, like, oh, they have it all together. They're always so happy. They this and that. But, like, it's freaking work, you it's know? So hard. Yeah. It really does. Yeah, Lilani has, has three children, I think, and it's called the untethered, untethered soul. Unt- it's not tethered. Untethered okay. soul. Yeah. But, um... Now, you're gorgeous. You are an expert, a master at what you do. What are your credentials speaking as a single lady for like, you know, and and having high standards? Because I think women get confused and we think we have to settle. And I have to remind myself all the time. It's like, like, no, if there's one of you, there's going to be one of him. And I just need one. Exactly. I (laughs) I just want one. I want one. And I want to get married. Like I want all that I've waited this long, like to have a relationship where someone truly cares for me, and I'm gonna wait for it. And I feel like I've never like, again, when you talk about your roommates, you know, I'm very big. And I don't know how I haven't brought this up yet about self talk. Like I have these huge mirrors in my house, because I see myself and I'm like, you look good, you look good. And again, I feel my brain so that she can't see like the areas that we don't like, you know? And I think, oh my gosh, your hair looks good today. Your hair looks good, girl. And I'm like peeking out because my mirror's right behind it, you know? And so I think that that self-talk, and I tell my mom and my sister this all the time, is that you have to say it, even if it's not true. You have to say it until you believe it. Because once you start saying it, you will start to leave it. But it's the same thing as the negative things. When I used to walk by and be like, gosh, like, you should not be wearing these jeans, Leah. Like, you should not be wearing these jeans. I mean, how – that's just so sad that we do that to ourselves. We would never do it to somebody else. I don't – a tangent, sorry. No, it's not a tangent. I, like, at the end, I'm going to write, like, I probably should have told you <laughs> me. Like, at the end, I write, like, a summary, and so I try to be present, but I also take notes because I want don't want to forget. No, I don't feel like you're not present. Forget. I feel like I was rambling. <laughs> no, you weren't. Um, so I will say, so when I was 60 pounds heavier and I struggle with severe eating disorders, I covered all my mirrors. I covered all the mirrors so that I could tune in and not be distracted from the external because we have to remember, like, this isn't forever. Even if it's amazing, exactly. it's still not forever. And so yep. we have to, like, feel good in our heart and in our mind. And, and so if there's things, yep. like you said, like eliminating distractions, I think I, I lived a whole okay. year with yep. no mirrors. I'm, and if I did do the mirror, it would just be from here just to put on makeup. Make sure and you yeah. So I could, like, not Reprogram. constantly judge myself and beat myself up. And, like, you know, like, I was, like, the worst with myself. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that is because you just said it earlier. You're like, you have to focus on shape shifting it into a positive. Exactly. I, I think that taking your mirrors out is the best thing because even if, so this is my mom is my mom and it makes me want to cry. My mom cannot say the nice things about her. She can't even say, she can't even fake it. She cannot let them come out her mouth because she hardcore believes them opposite so bad. 
And so mm-hmm. even by not saying those things, when you remove those mirrors and you don't even have the opportunity to be like, God, I would like, you know, like yeah. I you don't even have that opportunity. It doesn't enter the brain. So one less time, two less times, three less times, your brain starts not thinking about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I think that's, thank you so much for number one, just being open and transparent. Cause that's really what this is about to help everybody else watching. Um, so getting back to the relationship part, okay. <laughs> um, what are, because this is important talk, like when yeah. I do my coaching with my younger girls, they're like wasting their time going on dates when they could be using the time to like take a bath or to literally doing, learning something, sharpening their skill. It's like, so let's talk about that real fast. If okay, okay, so I just, my hair is insane, but I just had this conversation last night with my girlfriend here. I just moved into this house. Um, and so I, congratulations. Thank you. I don't know if you can see my mantle. This will come around. I swear. So this is my mantle and I'm a psychopath and I like my refrigerator super clean, right? Like I like it, everything facing me because it's pretty and it makes me feel good when I open it. I'm bringing this back to the relationship because every single time I'm like, stop talking to him and listen, if you hear these words come out of my mouth and then you'd be like, Leah, two years ago, I get it. But I'm telling you, these are the tiny baby steps I took to not feel like I have to have a man in my life because I don't. My mantle, when I light every one of those candles, makes me feel so good. When I open my refrigerator, you know, I just get a wave of your refrigerator is stocked. You've done this for yourself. It's clean. It's pretty. It's everything only you want, right? This is just my house in Gunner, you know? And so those little things that I try to drive so much happiness from because I did them, versus getting it from somebody else which again I know is like the hardest possible thing and you would have or like been waiting like, waiting for somebody to make you happy right. and that's not you'll they're not they're not way. you'll never yeah. there's no way because again you're putting that control into somebody else and why would you give control over who you are going to be with to somebody else you know and mm. so I don't know I have I think that my standards are not necessarily high because like looks are not super important to me. I have to be really attracted to someone, but their heart and their understanding, because obviously like I'm a different type of person <laughs> and think that, a hybrid. <laughs> I am. I think a hybrid. Oh my gosh. That's like the best possible word. I always joke. Like I'm like too country for the bougie boys and too bougie for the country boys. And so like say I'm like too hippie for the spiritual boys and too spiritual for the hippie boys. It's just, you know, but if there's one of you, then there's one of you. Yeah, there's a good prospect, so. Mm-hmm. No, but I love that because, <laughs> but these are important conversations because, um, you know, I'm excited to take this course. If you want to take it with me, it's like literally dollars. Yeah. And um, I was like, you know what, let me be open-minded because I'm definitely always wanting to learn and see maybe there's even if you learn one thing like one thing yeah it makes everything worth it and so I think for because this platform is to celebrate you and it's also to have other women here to learn how to elevate your business your mindset and your life and your your relationships are a big part of it and when you um I don't know if I'm going to share this but I'm gonna because it's like needs to be known so I did a womb cleanse today Oh my gosh, you, you did like a, steam? like a steam? Yeah. yeah. Yes, did you love it? Yeah, it's the second time I've done it. I love Loved it. Loved it. And um, I think it's so important for women to understand that when you, where you're having intercourse, you're with somebody, you take on their stuff. Their energy, yes. And you carry In it the inside most of your body. section of your body, yes. Like mm-hmm. your most sacred spot, you're just like, and listen, creation that's where creation happens yes exactly and I'm not saying like that I've been a saint about like you know who gets tickets but um (laughs) just to be real you know like but once you recognize like listen like this is some good stuff here like not everybody gets access yeah but that's also I think respecting all of it and if you have had past I call them past mess cleanups um, because we're all human, you know, we're all human. And there's times where like, those are cravings and desires too. you know, who doesn't lo- love great sex, right? 
so it's just part of the intimacy. That's why I found dancing, not only dancing myself, but like I need to be touched. I touch is one of my love languages. So the dancing I leave and I'm like, good. I just kind of speed dated like 30 different people and then, you know, go mind my business. I love that. I haven't thought of that. I being single, I think that's such a huge thing. And same with me. I came from, I come from a family. We are kissers. We kiss on the face. Mm -hmm. Like, and so being single and not, and obviously like my son is here and again, we're so cuddly and lovey, but Mm -hmm. it's not the same, you know, and that pressure, you know, I told my mom, I feel like I get way more massages just because like human connection because mm-hmm. I mean I didn't even think about dancing that's genius and yeah. I, think, I think sometimes what happens is we let that need for the touch or we think the only way we can get that that dopamine rush from the touch is sex and yeah. it's not you know what I mean yeah. like there are so many more intimate touches than sex you know what I mean I think that even like for me like when a man like touches my face you know that's so intimate Mm-hmm. And I think that we, we get away from like the little things because we have to like, this is like, I haven't you yeah. know, been so long or whatnot. Even getting you know? like, even getting a massage, like, and just having that touch, but it's different when you get to share space with, you know, a partner and they're trained and you're trained and you can, I mean, even I think country dancing, don't you dance with a partner doing country? Yes. Dancing? Oh my gosh. I love country dancing. I love yeah. dancing. We're, I'm coming to Miami. <laughs> let's go girl yes I'm still finding the dance places but yeah. yeah but I think it's important because I mean these are conversations people don't talk about especially if you're trying to protect your energy you're not trying to share yourself with everybody like right. you know and you're cleansing yourself your internal your external your mental your emotional your womb your like everything yeah. And even I, for married people too married people like I think you take especially on for people yeah, because you take on that, think- that person's energy, like, every time you have intercourse, and if he's angry, if he's insecure, like, and you're wondering, like, what's wrong with me? You just took yeah. that on, and then women think it's something wrong with them. Like, do your homework. Like, that's energy exchange. Right. Well, and you're pouring yourself into him, you know what I mean? Into something that is not worth anything that's going to be anything. Like, it's mm-hmm. just such, it's more negative than it is positive, and I think yeah. that since we don't talk about it, because it is <clears throat> a little bit taboo or, you know, I feel like for me, again, not it's bringing, weird. Yeah, well, and bringing things into conversation too. you know, keeping it like super light with clients and stuff. But sometimes I just want to be like, um, like, have you heard of this? Like, you should try this. Like, or, you know, I just, you know, I think it's important to talk about the things that work for people and the things that don't. Yeah, no, this is the first time I think we ever went that, like, talked about <laughs> it, but I'm like. All right. Intuitively. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. So. There's a girl here that I've been, I follow her all the time and I've been dying to go. My girl, my girlfriends go all the time and they say it's amazing. Will you go again? Sure. I did it myself. You did? Yeah. That's sacred time, girl. I love that. I didn't even know you got, that. Obviously it's you called a Yanni, like a- Y-O-N-I steam and you buy yeah. it. Like you can buy this thing on Amazon. It's like a, it looks like a little squatty potty but it goes in you boil uh water a half a gallon of water you put rose petals in it it's just roses and flowers well and think about like that for yours yeah i i lit a candle i'm in my own space my home is clean i'm not sharing the thing with anybody else i don't know what they released in there and i got like you know and so, and I turn on my meditation music. You can read yes. a book. You got your blankie around you. Control all elements. Yes. Yeah. And you really don't need, you don't need to go anywhere to do that. That's something you can do in your own home. Yeah. Yeah. I have uh, my girl, one of my best friends, she's a clairvoyant hypnosis. And she actually got that for me as a gift. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's like so simple. These are the gifts we need to be giving each other as women. <laughs> When gifts that just improve us and make us feel really good, you know? That's when you know you have the right friends. These are the gifts. Exactly. Exactly. We're going to cleanse out your inner Your yoni. Yeah, your yoni. Your yoni cleanse. Right. So you can be more mentally well. Which I I think that sounds crazy, but it's true. It's so true. The more you have cleansed out, and I think the same thing with, like, breath work and as simple as, 
um, my girlfriend facilitates breath work and she always puts up, is it just Shannon? Oh, Dr. Shannon is amazing, but yeah. no, I was talking about Regina, oh. but doctors, Ooh. like all of them, they just, yeah. all of that work they push out just leaves so much more for it to come in for yeah. two to come in. Mm -hmm. There you go. Perfect. The right know, one. Dr. Right? You got you to gotta pre-qualify them. But speaking of like one, I can't believe it's been like already an hour. This has been so fun. I mean, I'm sure we can talk about so many more things. Everything. I know. This is like the first time I actually went a little wooey on this show. So I was like, all right. Sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. And you know what? It's also part of being authentic because I'm doing this Aberdare. Gosh, she's going to kill me. But I'm doing this 40-day um, like thing where we're doing the naughty thing and we're cleaning out the nostrils. Oh, we're doing yes. ear oiling. Mm -hmm. My senses and being able to breathe, and I don't have allergies or anything like that, but I want to be like my best in all segments. And if I can do prevention, I'm going to do it. But um, yeah, he was – we're doing some pretty deep things. And I mean, that's mm – -hmm. they do talk about that too. It's like why wait for bad things to happen to us in order for being – these like holistic preventative things right yeah. and they're just good you know they feel good I don't feel like I've done anything that I'm like oh wow that didn't feel great it immediately mm -hmm. did what it was supposed to do you know I think yeah I think it just dumbs everything down and I think sometimes we like think too high level on certain things yeah and this stuff I know because when I met you you did a ceremony I had done a ceremony and um we and even adding more of these practices, I can say like my, my work performance has scaled like at least two times more, like the mental clarity, the mental sharpness, um, the projects that I'm creating, like when you do pour into these things, they do enhance your business. Like you're always booked. I think that there's, I don't think that you can do any of them and negative things will happen. You are truly taking steps every single day towards a better you. So I don't think, I don't think that the, you know, you can certainly get off course, but if you're mm -hmm. actively taking that one step, Hey, I'm going to try this today. I'm going to clean out like literally just you're in your nasal. You like, how crazy is that? That we don't, we don't clean it out. Right. We just, yeah. wait, we wait until we get sick and then we get an antibiotic and we still have not cleaned anything out. We just fix the problem. And I think if we're always just fixing problems versus trying to make it better so we don't have to fix the problem mm -hmm. is ideal. Yeah. I had this little thing. I got this even – I haven't done the eyeglass, but he says you infuse rose water and you do, mm -hmm. like, cleansing the eyes from being on the electronics all the time. Oh, so my like, gosh. Wow. I'm like, yes. I'll, I'm going to send you all the things we're doing. But I'm, like, like scared. But they've been really powerful um, so far. We just started it, like, a week ago, and I'm like – I All love right. That. And just um, like taking a little at a time. Yeah. One, th one thing at a time. I don't know. I'm the opposite. I'm like, give me everything. Give it to me. Yeah. I'm like, give me everything. And then I'll break it down backwards. Like, but yeah, that's how like, my I'll, brain works. I'll find a spot. Yep. It's however so, you organize it. You know what I mean? However you organize whatever makes it best for you. Always focusing on whatever's best for you. I 100%. So with that being said, to close out strong, what is one thing if you could advise people or give something that's been just really powerful you like one thing that people can take with them every single day they can integrate they can implement and they can become you know look or feel better what would that one thing be mm, I mean say good words to yourself I think that I, as you're saying I'm like okay I know what this question is like what is it and I don't think that there's anything more powerful than speak to yourself like you would speak to your best friend and nothing, like nothing, nothing else. Even if you just did that, I think that it makes a huge difference. And a lot of people aren't even willing to try, you know? Yeah. Because it yeah. seems too hard. I was just laughing because there's been past best friends that used to call me names. So I was like, eh. Ew, not kid. her. <laughs> not her. I don't She'd think like, parents, like, sometimes people aren't close to their parents or anything. And so then I'm like, oh, like someone that you really care about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or even like a teacher, you know, you wouldn't even, you would never say that. Or a stranger. How crazy is it that we say things to ourselves that we wouldn't even say to strangers? That's mm -hmm. wild. You know? Yeah, we're so nice to strangers. So nice You're to strangers. Right. <laughs> like, hello. How are right. you? But we walk past ourselves and we're like, God, still fat. Like, you know, like, it's not okay. Yeah. No, 
I think that's great advice. Like just definitely by being more self-aware on your dialogue and changing it the moment that you, that you catch yourself, but it, it takes time. You guys, like it does take time. It could take like a year. It could take two years, but all that matters is eventually like it's going to become a new normal for you. So and even when it does become a new normal, I think for it to expect that it won't like something bad won't come in and you'll still feel those terrible things, but, or you'll still say terrible things to yourself. I feel like I still say things and my sister's like, don't say that. And I didn't even think that it was bad, you know, but if you're saying great things to yourself, 90% of the time, it doesn't, you're still a hundredfold better than you were before. Mm, that's amazing. You're so amazing. Thank you so much for being Thank on my you for letting me today. ramble. You, you did amazing. You spoke your truth. We had some fun. Milani was like, that was fun. Especially when we're talking about the Yanni scene. I see Sandy's on. What's up, Sandy? Sandy's doing amazing things. Oh. Conquering the world with her crown. I love crown. it. Yeah, Sandy, if you're ever in Arizona, you got to book this lady up. She's like the makeup artist of the year world years you are so amazing and what you are doing is again so transformative and everyone that listens I mean you are touching you. so many people so thank you for what you are doing and giving me a platform to talk about things that I would literally never talk about with anybody so <laughs> well thank you so much for being on minding my business where you all are here to elevate your business your mindset and your life Go follow Leah over on her platform. She's got some really amazing things. And just because you don't live in Arizona doesn't mean you can't book with her. I'm going to be doing my virtual like self how to do my makeup as if I'm going out and she just did it. So make sure you schedule yours with her as well. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you hanging out with us today. If you found value in this episode, subscribe and share with your business besties. Head over to TanyaCOliver.com and claim your free thank you gift. Remember, you deserve to look, feel, and live life as your most elite self.